Hey, what's going on, guys? Captain Carlos here with Marea Fishing Gear. Um, I know it's been a week or so um, since the last podcast, but I couldn't wait any longer. I wanted to really talk about this subject tonight. Um, been thinking about it for a while, and we're going to go deep into braided fishing lines. We're going to go over the different styles of, of fishing line that are out there within the braided line community, um, what applications are going to work best for your type of fishing, uh, durability, um, dye processes, technology, a little bit of everything. So like I said, really, really in-depth here. Um, so we appreciate you tuning in. And without further ado, we'll, we'll dive right into it. So I've been using braided lines um, pretty much since they came out, at least on the, the more modern side, you know, with your spe spectras and dynemas and stuff like that. Um, braided lines have actually been around, God, I want to say since at least the 50s, maybe 40s uh, with Dacron. Okay. Back in those days, a lot of guys used Dacron for big game fishing, you know, blue marlin, black marlin, sharks, stuff like that. But nowadays we are kind of spoiled to be honest as fishermen because we have some of the most advanced um, braided line technologies available today. So um, going in more depth with that, these braided lines um, nowadays, like I said, they can be comprised of a couple different materials. So spectra, that's something that's similar to like Kevlar, you know, what they use in Bulletproof S, what the military uses and, and you know, a lot of those applications. So um, it's, it's a very thin fiber, but when you, you know, string it up or weave it, or matted up in a in like a mat process, it becomes almost impenetrable and super durable. Um, there's another uh, product called Dyneema, very very similar similar applications. Um, that's the kind of stuff we actually use in our swim baits, just to give you an idea. So very very tough, um, but you know again um, flexible as well so you can use it in a couple different applications and braided line is definitely one of those now when you go to pick a braided line out there you can really become kind of overwhelmed if you go to your local bass pro and you look at their their braided line selection i mean it's literally an aisle long so you can kind of get overwhelmed so how the hell do you know which line is going to work best for your style of fishing and your needs well, um, that's what we're going to talk about. So um, if you're fishing more open water, okay, you're not really fishing heavy structure and you want to be able to cast really well. You know, you want the line to peel off the reel very fluid and, you know, it'll still tie pretty well, but more on the finesse side. If you're doing a lot of finesse fishing or really light tackle stuff, um, you might want to look at like a four or six carrier line, something like that. When I'm talking carrier, that means really kind of the, the strands um, of these fibers that are kind of comprising the line, so to speak. So a four carrier isn't really going to be as durable um, or as tough as, let's say, an eight or a 10 carrier. But like I said, it's going to enable you to cast maybe a little further. Um, it'll be a little bit more sensitive, just a hair more sensitive. Um, so depending on the application, you know, uh, you can definitely utilize that. Uh, the other, I guess, benefit to that would be 
the dye process that they use when they color the line on a four carrier, it'll probably retain the color a little bit better because they're not applying as much color to that as they would be an eight or a 10 carrier. Um, so you're not gonna see you know, the, the, the color peel off as quickly. Um, so just you know, one, one of the benefits, I guess. Um, now on the flip side, if you're gonna be fishing more structure, stumps, trees for freshwater, if you're fishing saltwater and you're gonna use it for jigging or fishing uh, mangrove shorelines, bridges, anywhere where there's structure, rocks, you know, jetties, then you're gonna to wanna to look at like an eight or a 10 carrier, okay? You want something that's gonna have a tighter weave, more strands. Um, yeah, some of them will lose their color. That's, I guess, one of the, the setbacks, but there are manufacturers that are improving that dye process. Um, I like Daiwa J-Braid a lot. I use that and I use Gamma. Those are probably the top two. Um, Shimano Power Pro, you know, they, they also come out with some pretty decent lines. Um, but if I had to pick one, it'd probably be the J-Braid just because I feel like they dialed it in uh, with the dye process. And then obviously the way that they weave and spin, you know, their, their line, uh, that process is kind of their, I guess, intellectual property. And that's where kind of the magic happens because they really have it dialed in um the the line really cinches down pretty well you know when you're tying it um it also peels off the reel rather rather quickly you know nice and fluid it's got a nice little coating that they put on it and that helps with the durability of the line too um so they really did a, a good job with that jaybraid i mean it's it's crazy um as far as colors okay when you're going out there and say you're trolling um you know you want to troll for wahoo or any billfish or, or mahi um i would highly recommend that you use a high visibility line um so something with a bright color like yellow or orange um, something along the lines of that. So you can really just take at a quick glance, see behind the boat and see where the lines are at. You're not fighting the contrast of, you know, a darker colored line, like a green or a blue against the backdrop of the ocean, <laughs> which is obviously dark. So it's, it's hard. You, you're not going to be able to see it as quickly. Okay. On the flip side, if you're going to be drifting, you know, um, in salt water or throwing lures, you know, fresh or salt water, and you want something with low visibility, obviously, because you're throwing lures and you want kind of a stealthy approach, then you're going to look at something darker for the most part. Okay. Like maybe a moss green or like a camo, or um, I actually like the, the light gray and the light blue. Um, because I mean, think like a fish here for a second. Okay. If the fish are looking up, usually they're looking at the skyline, right? So in the skyline, even on an overcast day, a gray or a light blue will blend right in with that skyline and they're not going to see it for the most part. As long as you're working a lure or just sitting there, um, it's going to blend in pretty well. Those lines, again, you really, really need them when you need more of a stealth approach. So that's really the main difference between those two, you know, the, the high visibility and the low visibility lines. 
um, stick to the the amount of carriers in the line that are best going to suit the application that you're going after. So, for example, if I'm going to be fishing, oh God, this is way out of left field, but say I'm going up north, you know, in the Great Lakes and I want to go fish um, maybe for walleye or something and I want to jig with a super light finesse approach um, and you want low visibility, I'd probably use like a moss green and a four carrier, you know, super light. That way I can cast it or I could jig it really light, open water, and the sensitivity is going to be there and it's going to hold up. Um, now, if you're on the flip side, if you're fishing maybe down here in Florida or the Bahamas and you're, you're, you're pitching, you know, around some structures some rocks um, or stumps or whatever, then you're going to bump it up to like an eight carrier or a 10 carrier because that's going to be a tighter weave in the line. Okay. That's going to be a, a little bit um, more detailed process, um, you know, of the line kind of being constructed and it's, it's going to hold up um, with the durability of all those fibers kind of being interwoven. Okay. So the more carriers, the more durable it is, the lighter the carriers, the more flexible is and better it is for open water, okay? Not necessarily for abrasion resistance. So those are the main two differences between the braided lines. Um, you know, amongst some of the, the manufacturers out there, like I said, there's a ton of them, but those are just some of the ones that I've had pretty good success with. Um, if Hopefully you guys learned something here. If you did, make sure you like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, check out our YouTube channel, subscribe there. And we, more than anything, we appreciate your time very much for tuning in, guys. God bless, and we'll see you at the next go-round. Thank you.